Welcome to My Crazy Office Podcast with the authors of Working With You Is Killing Me, Working For You Isn't Working For Me, and Mean Girls At Work. Kathy Elster and Katherine Crowley. They are committed to creating world peace, one crazy office at a time. And now, here are Kathy and Katherine. Hey everyone, I'm Kathy Elster. And I'm Katherine Crowley, and welcome to My Crazy Office. So today we're going to address a topic that every workplace grapples with, and that is gossip. We'll start with a question from someone who recently realized that her boss views her as a gossip and wonders whether that label might hurt her career. We'll go on to describe the best remedy for gossip, and we call it the no diet gossip. Oh, I'm sorry, the no <laughs> gossip diet. Yes. <laughs> but I can't say it. <laughs> no gossip diet. The no gossip diet is, I think, such a great concept. And, you know, gossip is, it's a double-edged sword. It can be so delicious. Yeah. Also not great for your career. I hope more people will send questions like this to info at mycrazyoffice.co. So here's the question that came in. My boss recently made an offhand remark that bothered me. We were talking about a manager who no one likes. And he said, you always know the gossip. What's, what's everyone saying? I realized that he sees me as a gossip and I'm not sure that it's good for my career. What mm -hmm. should I do? Yeah. I mean, clearly he sees you that way. That's why he said that. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, gossip is a funny thing because some, I have read, there's been many articles, probably even a book written on it, that gossip is a form of communication in the workplace. Yes. I don't actually think that's accurate. I think that there is all kinds of communication that goes on in the workplace. This is one of them, but this mm -hmm. can unfortunately be negative because nobody, it, it could be non-real information. It could be mail, uh, information that is not verified. Yeah. And, and it's just talk. It's just, it's just what, you know, opinions. Yes. That get formed and you tell one person they add their own opinion. And then before you know it, 10 people in, it's completely fabricated. Now it's a lot of fun and it's usually making fun of people, which we all love to do. Yes. Not all, but most people do. So it's, um, I think that's why it's not a, a good form of communication in the workplace and one that should be stopped. Well, you know, I think the thing about gossip is that it is, um, it can make you feel a part of, yeah, right? That if you're sharing information, secret information or information that you've gleaned from listening or overhearing something else, that that sort of gets you some, uh, makes you feel more connected sometimes to your coworkers, or it may make you feel more important. Right? Yeah. And so it's, it's not clear that it's not good for your career. However, as this person is saying, I think what does happen is you certainly won't be viewed as someone who's great at keeping confidential information and yeah. also may be seen as someone who likes to stir the pot as opposed to getting down to business. Yeah. I think the stirring the pot is a big piece of it and mm -hmm. one we should all be careful of. Um, and I think the word has a negative connotation and it usually means women, which mm -hmm. uh, there's plenty of men that gossip, but it, you know, it usually circles around women that don't haven't in the past always had the, the information they needed. So they would have to 
glean any kind of information they can get. Yeah. But I think it's important whenever somebody gives you a piece of information is to verify it before you then go and tell somebody else. Mm. Make sure that in fact, that's accurate. And, you know, it's not just their opinion um, or they're not saying it in spite or to be hurtful to somebody else. Yeah. So, you know, you because if you continue spreading it, even though you didn't originate, didn't originate with you, does not make you less of a gossip. No. And no. I think also doesn't it if you're someone who's trying to establish your professional presence, it doesn't it hurts that. I think it makes you um, seem less seriously in some respects and more like, oh, she's very excited or he's very excited about spreading the latest rumors. Yeah. Kathy, I'm curious if you had, if one had like this person, if their boss said, you always know the gossip, what's everyone saying? I mean, do you say, you don't say something in the moment, do you? Or do you? You mean defend yourself? Yeah. If you don't like hearing that. <laughs> um, I think you should just take note that yeah. you didn't like hearing it. Um, yeah. And that you want to change that. Okay. Then how do you change it? Well, you could come back, you know, the next day and say, you know, I realize that you think I'm a gossip. And the truth is I don't know any, and I have not heard any information and I'm not going to look for it. Ooh. So yeah. Uh, sorry about that. And then be careful in the, you know, don't be seen, you know, in a corner with somebody else chit-chatting, you know, just be careful. I mean, mm -hmm. I think it's one of the things I've heard about working from home, all of these people that because of the pandemic were forced to work from home is that they, they avoided all the gossip. Yeah. And all the back channel conversations. Now, some people really miss it. And some people are grateful that they don't have it anymore. And by the way, it still happens. They I was going to say, and some people yeah. continue on Slack chat. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're still talking. Those who want to talk are talking. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I, and I think when there is a void of information, gossip definitely steps in. And that's because yes. people are grappling. They're looking for information. So they're going to they're gonna take whatever they can get. Right. Uh, but that still doesn't make it right. Yeah. So it, what you can say is, I've heard this from so-and-so. It's unverified. So you can do with it what you want. I would not stand behind it. You know, yeah. you can always do that if there's a lack of information. Yeah. Um, or just say, I, I, nothing's been verified. So I'd rather not say, uh, it's a tough one. It's a really tough one, especially, you know, I was brought up on gossip, my mother and her two sisters, they were really big into it. So, um, I didn't know anything was wrong. I didn't know it was wrong until I was much older, Uh huh. but you know, to break that habit, um, is why we have the no gossip diet. <laughs> So how does the no gossip diet work, Kathy? <laughs> and there's six little rules to it. <laughs> Here's how it works. Um, first, you want to pick a start date and mark it on your calendar because you want to have a date that you absolutely are going to start this. So it could be today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it could be tomorrow. Get all the gossip out. And then you want to tell your friends. Uh, tell everyone you normally talk with that you're going on a no gossip diet for 30 days and see if anyone wants to join you. Oh, you can get people to join you. And anytime it comes up, you can quickly change the topic and it's fun to do it with other people. 
I think that's a great part yeah. of this, right? Is that you do Yeah, it's it. important to tell people because then they're going to wonder why you're not talking. Yeah. So then the third rule is to keep a daily journal. Beginning on day one, write down the number of times you had to zip your lip, walk away from a conversation, or hold in what you really wanted to say to avoid the gossiping. <laughs> keep a journal. It'll be very enlightening. I see you're starting one right now, Catherine. Is that what I am, doing? I am. <laughs> Next, notice who your gossip girls or gals, uh, or guys or gals are, who mm -hmm. in your circle of friends tries to get you to gossip, even though they know you're on the diet. Mm, That's very so it's like who gets you to eat bad food when you're trying right. to slim down. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, this, the fifth step is notice how many of your relationships are built around gossip. The first time I did this, mm. uh, I would say almost all my relationships were built around gossip. It was a really, that was a big lesson. Wow. And then the, the final and sixth step is see how you feel after 30 days of being gossip free. You may decide that gossip no longer fits your lifestyle. Now I have, I have to do this repeatedly because it comes back. But I always feel so much better after I do it. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And then, you know, I forget. A couple of months later, I forget. And then I go right back into doing it. There are some people in my life that are just so damn good at it. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, make it so it. tempting, right? Very tempting. It just seems, seems like fun. But it's not. It can be hurtful. Well, I think, yeah, uh, first of all, it's great that there is such a thing as a, a no gossip diet. And uh, I think it is in one of our books, is it not, Kathy? It didn't mean girls at work, yes. <laughs> and then I love the steps to pick a date, to tell other people that you're doing the gossip di no gossip diet, to keep a journal, notice who are the gossip girls and guys in your life, notice how many of your relationships are built around gossip. That's a powerful one. And notice how you feel after 30 days of refraining. Yeah. And I guess you'd also, you know, catch if you slip. It's like sort of if you, you know, if you're on a diet and you ate a brownie, you can, it's okay. It's yeah. just, it's part of the process, right? It's not going to be perfect. It's just going to be a practice that you do for 30 days. Exactly. So it's okay to write down when you slip. It's just that you got to go back on, you know, you don't, it's some people when they, they hurt their diet, they're off the diet, you know, yeah. and they and they eat even more best to just say, okay, well, I had a slip and then refrain and go back to being on the no gossip diet. Yeah. I guarantee you're going to feel a lot better as a gossiper. I feel a lot better when I go on it. Well, I think what's interesting, even going back to this example of the person whose manager says, you always know the gossip that it's a great example of showing, not telling someone that you're not a gossip, right? Is that if you, become um, known as someone who's not eager to spread rumors, that, that that's the best way to change that reputation, right? Is to demonstrate right. that you're doing it differently. Right. And, you know, they may not trust you. It may take a little while because once they think you're one way, they don't just automatically shift it. It could take a while yeah. to, you know, you may have to repeat yourself a couple of times. Gee, I really don't know. I haven't spoken to them. That could take a while yeah. to, to see you in the new light. Um, yes, and I think the other thing is it may also be hard to be in situations where people are gossiping and to either, you know, excuse yourself or to refrain. 
Yeah, I think it is really difficult to refrain. You just have to say, you know what, I got to go. I've got, I've got an appointment. Yeah. I've got, I forgot, I forgot to do something, but, um, or change the subject. Sometimes you can change the subject. Yeah. And, you know, you can get people on another topic so that they stop. I guess I want to address one other thing, which it could feel emotionally like if you're not doing this, you don't have value or you won't be accepted and included. So I think that's part of the process too, mm -hmm. is probably dealing with some of those fears that by refraining from doing this thing, and even with the boss, if you don't have the juicy information that you may fear that that somehow brings your value down. And so there's something about just moving through those those concerns and seeing what it's like on the other side. Yeah, I mean, I if you wanna get promoted and you wanna move up in a company, then you, you'll have to do this because the gossip does not move on. They usually stay where they are. All right. Yeah, it's not a good reputation. So that's it for this podcast. If you have any further thoughts on this topic, please tweet us at AskK2 and follow us on Instagram at MyCrazyOffice. And if you want to subscribe to our podcast, go to MyCrazyOffice on our website and hit the subscribe button. Finally, don't forget to send your questions and stories, but not your gossip, to info at mycrazyoffice.co. My Crazy Office is produced in New York City at K-Squared Studios. Stay crazy.